I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Well, if you've been in need of a snow day, have we had uh, not just a day, but a week, and uh, really a, a great pattern as far as snowfall goes here in the state of Utah. It's time for a little uh, snow day segment here, as we can officially say that the ski season is up and running. Now, truth in advertising, as we have done with you for uh, most of the last year, we're recording this program, segments of it anyway, uh, Wednesday, Thursday this week, and so as we get ready to talk here with uh, our friends up at Solitude, Travis Holland, who is their uh, public relations manager there. Uh, a reminder that uh, resorts are opening all over the state. I think, Travis, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, there's always this interesting little competitiveness. Everybody's friends uh, at resorts, <laughs> but when it comes to opening days, there's a, a, a fun kind of rivalry that goes on between the resorts about when they open. Brian Head was the first to do it a week or so ago. Uh, you guys had planned on opening Friday of this week, but you opened Thursday instead. Why? You know, we were just looking at how much snow we've had. We've had 92 inches so far and realized, you know what, why wait till Friday? We're going to have the lifts run in today at 2 p.m. People are going to be really excited. We've already got some people lining up at the lifts yeah. and just, yeah, absolutely thrilled to be opening early. All right. So when you say today, that's uh, today being Wednesday or Thursday, I'm sorry, Thursday. Uh, and uh, Veterans Day coming up tomorrow. I know yesterday, if we're listening to the program here on Saturday, you guys also had a Veterans Day thing for military, I think. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, active duty, retired, reserve, and veterans will be skiing free Veterans Day. And just any time you're able to be skiing that early in November, it's a sign of a great season. Yeah, let's talk about those uh, snow totals, too. We, we were trying to sort all this out with our meteorologist here at KSL this morning on uh, Utah's Morning News. When you say 92 inches have fallen, that doesn't mean you have a 92-inch base, right? That is correct. That is the total snowfall for the year, but still just off to a phenomenal start. Yeah, I think we were reporting this morning, Matt was telling us uh, that it's like 600% of normal for this time of year, and we have waited a good number of years to be able to say that. But it's always a boom for resorts and uh, a boom for our tax base in the state of Utah when you can get this up and running before the Thanksgiving holiday. Definitely. It's obviously very exciting for locals, but it also brings a lot of national attention to the area. People are looking at Utah's snowfall all over the country and making their winter plans. Have you seen an uptick in uh, just attention, maybe phones ringing or uh, reservations for hotels? Absolutely. When the snow starts falling, the phone starts ringing. And, you know, a lot of people wait until about this time of year to start looking at where the conditions are going to be best and try to judge where they're going to be spending their winter holidays at. So this is a really great opportunity for Utah. How much of the mountain is actually going to be open? We're starting off with just a handful of lifts off Moonbeam Express, but we're going to be continuing to open up more terrain as conditions permit. Yeah, and does that come along with uh, special uh, ticket prices, too, at the window? It will. Tickets are going to start off a little bit cheaper, especially if you buy online in advance at solitudemountain.com. 
One of the things I know in the years leading up to this one we've talked about with Solitude and many of the resorts, because Mother Nature has not been so kind to us in the past few years, is that some of the money spent in the off-season goes to uh, snow-making capabilities. These temperatures, as I look at the seven-day forecast, overnight lows are going to be in the 20s, and I just checked your website. It says it's a whopping seven degrees up there right now as we speak. Oh, yeah. We are off to a pretty cold start, and that's exactly what we're looking for. You know, when the early season snow started falling, there's always a little bit of concern this early in the year that might warm back up, but it has stayed super cold up here. We've been making tons of snow, perfect snow-making conditions. just means that we can, you know, set up a better base to make the most use out of all this natural snow we're getting. So it's really what we say, you know, the perfect storm. Yeah, and the other thing we were talking about this morning with Matt was the uh, water content of the snow, which you know, doesn't make it uh, what we're used to with some of the greatest snow on earth. But it does create, as you just said, a great base for the season. Definitely, yeah. You know, Utah's known for really light, low moisture content, super dry snow. But this time of year, we're more than happy to have that great base building snow to help us open up more terrain. So t- Solitude is up and running. Uh, let's talk about some of the things that people can anticipate if they uh, head up for the season. Uh, what kinds of things were done in the off season up there? Yeah, some of the cool improvements we've been working on in the mountain. Uh, we are going to be opening up two terrain parks this year. That's going to be the first terrain features we've had in quite some time here at Solitude. That's going to be just a really cool vibe we're adding to the mountain. Uh, Main Street and North Star Runs, we're going to be opening those terrain parks as soon as we have the snow depth they're able to set those features up. We also revamped the yurt here this summer. Really cool dining experience in addition to being open for a multi-course dinner. It's also going to be open for lunch. It's going to be a great place to ski down to, to grab a bite to eat and warm up, but you'll also be able to snowshoe up to the yurt from the village. Which is a fantastic experience. If nobody's ever done that, uh, I would suggest that you do that. You want to make uh, some points with your significant other, whether that's a wife or just a girlfriend (laughs) or boyfriend, uh, you want to make reservations to do that. When will those be up and running? Do you know? Uh, Real shortly. We are in the process of getting everything going for the season. It's also a great home for those that love to cross country. And my wife and I were actually talking about this. Um, As we get a little older, we still want to get up and have some of the exercise. But uh, she's thinking about getting out some of the cross country skis that she had uh, been collecting dust on for the last few years. Solitude is a great place to do it. Absolutely. You know, the powder hounds have been watching the snowfall and they're obviously getting excited. But the snow is also going to help us get the snowshoe trails and Nordic track open even sooner. Are there still uh, pass deals to be had out there? I, I see on your website there's a midweek pass that's 399 bucks. Yeah, the midweek pass is a phenomenal deal, especially for Salt Lake locals. If you're able to ski midweek, it's 399 Monday through Thursday, and you can also pair that with a $99 parking pass. It's one of the best deals in the area. And that's still available? Absolutely, it is. SolitudeMountain.com. Every time we talk solitude, I always mention uh, this fact, and people are probably tired of me saying it, but I... I do a fair amount of traveling in Europe for some other work I do with a uh, kickboxing organization. And the base at Solitude, that uh, base at the bottom, really, to me, is looks like a quaint European downtown somewhere, and I love it. Absolutely. You know, that's what we were going for when we built it. And when the, you know, the snow starts falling, it just converts the entire village into a complete winter wonderland. It's been beautiful up here. I was up there uh, at Solitude uh, on the invitation of the resort to come up and help with the uh, pond skimming that took place. That was the last day of last season. It's nice to be talking to you on the first day of the new season. 
Yep, we are bringing back the pond skim this year. We're hoping to make that an annual fun event. That's right. It was the first time the Solitude had ever done it, wasn't it? Absolutely, and it was such a huge hit. We had a ton of fun, and definitely looking forward to bringing that back this year. It was fun, but let's not get there yet. Let's uh, get to the season uh, because we are off to a fantastic start. How many inches, you said, falling snowfall, uh, has fallen so far? We are at 92 inches as of this morning, Thursday. Just crazy stuff, way ahead of schedule. Well, we sure appreciate checking in with you. Uh, if people want more information, the website is just solitudemountain.com, correct? Correct. Travis Holland, thank you. Good to check in with you. Thanks, Tim. We'll see you up here. We'll take a break, and we're having so much fun talking about skiing. Uh, the Warren Miller film for the season is out, and uh, we'll be uh, checking in to find out a little bit more about the showing and where you can see it. Coming up next. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Final couple of minutes of the program here, and uh, as I said a minute ago, we're having so much fun talking about skiing. Why not uh, talk about what has been a tradition for so many people, for so many generations of families, is to kick things off with a good Warren Miller movie, and the new one is out called Daymaker. It's now making its tour around, and uh, anytime we talk Warren Miller, I always want to make sure that we get somebody that uh, will give us behind-the-scenes I don't know, information, maybe a little skivvy on what's going on with this year's movie. Gary Nate is with me. Gary knows his stuff because uh, he was the guy carrying cameras up and down and skiing around with Warren Miller for years. How many years has this tradition been going on, did you tell me? Well, it's 73 years. Uh, Again, I've been with him 50 years, 10 if I'm talking to beautiful women, but it's been 50 (laughs) years. Yeah. Now, be honest with me. Uh, Were you there for the skiing? Were you there for the art of the photography, or was it the girls? That's what I want to know. You know, I I wanted to be a performer, but I got a little bit old because, meanwhile, I had to get a master's degree at the University of Utah. I was in the Marine Corps. You know, I was uh, a little bit older than these guys like Tommy Levitt and some of those people. So I decided to do a movie uh, called Skiers to Match the Mountains. And I had uh, your brother-in-law like uh, Bob Salerno and uh, uh, Jeff Hyde and all these people in from Ogden. If you go online, uh, uh, like, for instance, to Snow Basin and then... Legends of Freestyle 1, 2, and 3. You'll see 12 guys out of Ogden, Utah that were all world champions, and every single one of them 
was in Warren Miller movie year after year. Yeah, I I don't think people give enough appreciation of that. Of course, I I'm uh, well educated on it because, as you mentioned, uh, Bob Salerno, who passed away a couple of years ago, and is my right. wife's twin brother. Uh, we we I learned a lot after we got married, and I talked a lot about it. But people don't give enough credit to Ogden, Utah, and the state of Utah for really being the foundation. And and the trailblazers for what has become an Olympic sport. Well, let me tell you a little secret, Tim. In 1948, uh, Warren Miller was living in the park lot at uh, Sun Valley, Idaho, and my cousin Dean Perkins was 1952 GS champion. And uh, Dean brought uh, Warren to Ogden, stayed in his mother's basement. His dad worked on the railroad like mine. And he won the Eccles Cup in 1948, the first person to ever win it. And I've actually been with Spence Eccles and seen that cup. Hmm. And, I mean, he was going against, I don't know if he was going against Stein Erickson, but he was going against some, even Dean Perkins. And uh, and Warren was quite a racer. And uh, so, anyway, enough of that. Uh, it's, it, Ogden has just had such a, you know, such a part of skiing and uh freestyling and everything else. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I do want to have time to talk about this year's movie, but I I also uh, want to make this point that through the years, you just mentioned, you know, the sort of the beginnings of Warren Miller. Right. It, it was always showcasing the ski bum life, and the reason that it hit home for so many is because Warren was living that lifestyle, and everybody wanted to do it along with him. Well, it ruined my life. Between him and Frederick Hertzberg at the University of Utah, I become a bum. And uh, <laughs> my uh, dad finally said on his deathbed, Gary, I thought you were always nuts. But he says, you and Warren Miller have brought as much or more happiness in the world as Walt Disney, and I'm proud of you. Yeah. And the interesting thing about that, Walt Disney happened to be Warren's hero. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing a documentary where he talked about that. All right, this year's movie is called Daymaker, and uh, you were telling me when we chatted a couple of days ago that uh, it takes you to even places like Greece. I didn't know you could ski over there. Yeah, can you imagine that, skiing in Greece? And uh, it had John Faulkner, a guy that I, many years ago, skied in Verbier, Switzerland, who is starting to age. But he was with uh, some young girls, and, you know, I kind of rose for the occasion, no pun intended. <laughs> and uh, But Tom Day, my protege, shot it. And another thing uh, we got to talk about is Snow Basin is in it, and every place that I ever had, Bob Salerno or uh, Dean Perkins or uh, Tommy Levitt uh, in, I showed him. And every single one of them uh, is in this movie. How radical. Uh, Scott Schmidt, the best in the world, was up there one day with me just licking his chops uh, at Snow Basin. And, in fact, they did a little interview on me at the end uh, uh, that's kind of funny. Uh, So at the end of the movie, everybody just, you know, hold tight because uh, Tom Day... uh, talks to me a little bit about snow basin and uh because i've had snow basin in it eight times they owe me a million four hundred thousand dollars <laughs> but we won't we won't go into that yeah 
Yeah, I still have to pay for a season pass. I don't get it. Well, but anyway, and, and you know all the little uh, hidden spots to to shoot the best uh, film. There's no doubt about it. Some of those coolers that are hidden up there. Uh, that's why they uh, bring you along for these things. This film, like all the other Warren Millers making tours, I noticed this week it was in Anchorage, Alaska, but it's coming to wow. Utah. And I, it always shows in Salt Lake, but it always uh, shows as well up in Logan. And uh, you've got some information on that viewing. Well, for starters, my family founded Bear Lake, Idaho, and we also uh, founded Logan and Wellsville area. So 50 years ago, I started doing the film up at Utah State. And uh, so w- this is about the 50th year we've shown this. Only this year we're doing it in a high school called Green Canyon High School Auditorium, and that's just north of Logan between Logan and Smithfield. And the guy who is really uh, ramrodding it is Cherry Peak, Dustin Hansen. And Cherry Peak is amazing, 15 minutes out of Logan. Uh, you know, Beaver, uh, Beaver uh, Mountain ruined my life because when I used to drive down, I'd see those tracks and I'd say, someday I'm going to do that. <laughs> so they've got a couple of things up in Logan that'll blow your mind. And then there's another little. Uh, a resort over there uh, by Cokeville, uh, uh, Wyoming. Uh, funny, the first guy's name is Nate. Can you yeah. believe that? How about that? Yeah, so when are you showing it, and uh, what are the ticket prices? I know you've got a chance for prizes, too. Well, it's unbelievable. Uh, for $21, uh, you got a shot at about $300 worth of uh uh, free tickets, and uh, for $59, you can get four people in. I mean, my deal up at Utah State is this. If you students are not smart enough to take this deal, <laughs> you can't graduate because, uh, you know, $400, I mean, they get a free ticket to Nordic Valley. They get a free ticket to Cherry Peak. The first 500 people uh, who get a ticket get a ticket to Beaver Mountain. They've got uh, tickets up at uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And, uh, I mean, it just goes two for one, uh, uh, a few tickets like that for Snow Basin. And uh, it's just amazing. The uh, Just just absolutely amazing uh, what uh, they've put together in Logan. More than anywhere else. I mean, there's, there's more free stuff up there and chances and things than I think I've never seen it anywhere on the whole tour. So what's the, night, the, what's the night of the showing in uh, Cache Valley, and uh, okay. how do they get tickets? Okay, first of all, it's the 17th of uh, this month, November, and 19th. It's at 7 o'clock, and be there right on time because the first people in there get more swag than anybody else. And uh, then you can just go online. Uh, I mean, if we got any left over, I mean, we sold out in August. We sold out in Salt Lake. We sold out all over the place. But if we don't sell out, you could pick up a uh, ticket at the door. But I, I, I don't think there's 2,000 seats in those two nights, and I'll bet you money that uh, we sell out. All right. Well, you're a heck of a salesperson. You actually uh, talked to my wife long time ago. Into putting on a bikini and skiing uh, on one of Warren Miller's I knew, films. I knew you. I knew you were going to bring this up. Uh, yeah, I I saw your wife in a bikini a long time ago, um, and I, I and that was even before I knew her brother. 
and this was up at Patio Springs Country Club. Yeah. And I, and I said, wow, I'm going to get to know that girl. <laughs> and uh, she actually she actually skied in a bikini along with some other girls in my first film called Skiers to Mount, Match the Mountains at Snow Basin, Utah in the spring. Yeah. Well, I can tell you uh, she's just as beautiful today, and her skiing I don't think has missed a beat either. Uh, Gary Nate, you're a jewel. Thanks for coming on with us this week. You're sure welcome, uh, Tim. Anytime, and uh, let's let's you and I and uh, your beautiful wife and I do some of those adventures you're talking about in Europe. We'll, yes, we'll uh, try and get together and start planning. Uh, Gary Nate, always great to have him on. Uh, stay with us. The Greenhouse Show is coming up right after the top of the hour. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.